Um, my name is Afia Addo, and this is the Bold Pivot Podcast. I created this podcast because I really wanted to speak to uh, the creatives and the entrepreneurs who are pivoting from uh, a nine-to-five or uh, pivoting from one career to another. Um, and this is important because I feel like during the... Um, pandemic, a lot of people noticed that, you know, uh, their their work and their uh, job may have not been their passion. And I felt like this is something I'm passionate about, uh, educating and helping and cultivating really good conversations where uh, women and Black women, especially, um, and women of color everywhere, and um, are empowered to look at different opportunities, especially when, um, you know, things like COVID happen. So I'm so happy to see you guys um, supporting and joining. Please like and subscribe. And I want to see bold pivots, like different things. And I hope you're inspired by this podcast. So today's topic is um, uh, going to revolve around three main points, uh, which are financial, fi- the Financial Literacy Month, National Month of Hope, and the World Health Day. I thought, why not celebrate us with such positive comments and positive topics? Um, it's hard out there sometimes because there's so much negativity out there and not that you you know you you want to be real and you want to have all the information but sometimes it is it's it's a breather and um to just have a safe space to just talk things out um specifically um let's go ahead and start with the financial literacy month i'm so glad that that's even a thing April is um, Financial Literacy Month, and uh, one thing about finances is, is that it's such a touchy subject. Not everybody likes to talk about money. It's like taboo almost. Um, it used to be. It's a little bit more mainstream now. Uh, what does that look like, financial literacy? It looks like something that it's either passed down to you that, or it's not. And for me... I didn't necessarily get that financial literacy, but I definitely saw my parents uh, work hard and definitely save and, you know, work out, uh, you know, gain uh, gain some profits. And they're able to build um, their community and they're able to build uh, homes. Um, my parents are, uh, are originally from Africa. I'm you know, and we migrated to Europe. And with that, they migrated because the financial situations in Africa was not ideal. Uh, you know, at the time in the 80s, it was really tough. And they saw that one way to, you know, exit and remove them. They had to remove themselves uh, from the environment that they were in to get into an environment that was a little bit more fertile. And that was the opportunity came about for them to migrate to uh, Italy. And our family was able to build 
ourself, uh, my dad and my mother was able to build themselves up, uh, you know, bring other siblings along, you know, help them um, be able to be more financially independent. So for me, that's a great um, way to start. Like maybe the environment you're in, just not allowing you to uh, be financially free or, you know, help you financially. Now, nowadays, the world has changed. Uh, you know, that was about 20, 30 years ago. Now, nowadays, the internet allows people to have no barriers. You can be in the U.S. and be hired uh, all the way in the UK. You can be an African, be hired by, you know, an Australian company. Like, due to the fact that the internet is there and the web 2.0, boom, uh, you can really take advantage of it. And I love, I love so many, the different communities that exist in on the internet that allow people to be hired. And the best thing um, is when you're hired even virtually. Uh, that's even more amazing. Uh, I know during the pandemic, a lot of people were forced to work virtually, and I was one of them. And I was so lucky that I could still work and still, you know, uh, I was, you know, I just gave birth to my child. So I was three, you know, with my three-month-year-old, my three-month-old working and breastfeeding. It was, it was a lot. But I was able to do it. And I know a lot of people are struggling, especially with um, juggling everything. A lot of mothers might be, uh, you know, it's it's a hard time for everybody right now. Inflation has gone up. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, it means that everything costs more. Gas has gone up. The cost of gas has gone up. The cost of living has gone up. So it is so important to have that, you know, financial background or uh, be strong within your finances. Uh, luckily enough, what I have a husband who supports me, but some people may not have that. Uh, backup support. Uh, so what do you do when you don't have a backup? What do you do uh, when you don't have that um, person backing you up or you have not saved? Um, you know, there might be some resources if you live in the U.S. I, I live in the U.S. and with unemployment, there's definitely, you know, resources for that. There are resources for people who don't work. But, you know, obviously it's not the ideal situation, but having that strong financial pillar in your life um, is very important. I did, did do some research and look at 10, um, 10 strongest uh, or strangest questions that Google has about money and finances. And I thought this was really interesting. Um but yeah, uh, one question was, uh, can I buy life insurance on my hus ex-husband, which obviously um, you can buy life insurance on anybody. It doesn't really necessarily have to be ex-husband, as long as he's aware of it, especially if you have children. Um, it's a good thing to have uh, life insurance. So this is a question that was uh actually one the number two question on Google about finance, finances. And I thought that was such an interesting question. What does uh, life insurance do for you? 
um, it guarantees that whatever amount of money you have built, it will be insured. Whether, you know, you have built um, a certain, especially life insurance and having a will and having an estate plan, once you hit a certain tr- threshold, um, like maybe $100,000 or above, uh, with your with different things that with different assets it's such a great idea to um even even beneath that you should ensure your life anyways and um i have a personal story where um actually my father um and i migrated from italy when i was 15 to the u.s and after a year of living here he passed away from a heart attack now that was out of nowhere he's built himself up he's built um you know his family and he did not have life insurance and let me tell you that was very tough and you know because he's been working 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 paying bills and he just didn't think that was important um he was young he was about 42 years old when he passed away and um he probably didn't think that was important uh, now, as an adult, after I, you know, once I turned 25, I put life insurance on myself because you never know what can happen. You never know. How to invest with no money? Well, um... That's a great question. How do you invest when you have no money? When you have no money, you know, it is tough to invest. Um, What I would preface this statement is by stating when, what can you do when you do have money? Because I'm sure there's there's a time when you did have money. Um, So having that um, education to have a budget budgeting yourself when you do have an income um, and then creating you know certain boundaries to make sure that uh, you you have a buffer within that budget and also uh, creating that three to six month of um, savings having an investment plan as well now if you have never had money, you know, meaning you've never worked before, I think just you have to start out by either working or going to school for um, something that's going to give you a job or a high-paying skill. Um, not having money to invest is not an excuse not to invest. Like, you have to... The way the world is right now, you have to invest in something, whether it's yourself, whether it's your skills. Um, You may not need to necessarily use money at first. You could say, hey, I'm going to volunteer for XYZ partner and I'm going to gain a skill doing that. I'm going to intern in this XYZ company and I'm going to gain that skill. You have to do something in order to get something back. And with that, maybe once you intern for six months, 
12 months, you'll see that you'll be able to get different opportunities because you'll have that on your resume. And then, you know, you'll be able to work and get a bigger network that you can tap into to see if you can get different opportunities. But just saying I have no money, that's just... That's like everybody. Everybody starts out with zero, but you know, you kind of have to start somewhere and that's within yourself and having that confidence to say, okay, I don't have this, but this is what I have. I don't have a million dollars, but I have $10. It, you know, starting is the most difficult part, but once you start, it's going to get easier it's going to get easier. It, it It's hard. It's hard. I know it's hard. It's hard at first. It's hard at first, but you keep trying. You keep interviewing. You keep knocking at the door, whether it's as a uh, creative, you know, you know, you have a painting, you have something that you have that it's worth something, but you have to kind of sell that value. You, you're valuable and you have to find an asset and, uh, within yourself or your products as a creative and or an entrepreneur. All right, so let's move on to the next thing, National Month of Hope. Um, April is National Month of Hope, which is about celebrating the power of hope, the belief that things will work out, especially when it seems otherwise. Have you guys ever noticed like how you know, frequently people use the word hope, like, um, you know, especially in our everyday, um, conversations, like for me, I'm from a faith background. So hope, praying is just, you know, synonymous with each other, especially in a Christian community. Well, that's because it's, uh, you know, it's a concept that's deeply rooted in a culture and a society. So, you know, for me, I think it's hope is a great concept. It's something great to celebrate, um, being hopeful, celebrating each other, becoming, um, overcoming barriers, you know. And I think it's something we should teach. We should spread it. Um, and I hope you do. <laughs> I hope you do um, like you know, if you like this stream, this podcast, please like it. If you learn anything or you've been inspired, I hope you do like and subscribe to it. Um, I love to hear um, and see any comments. If you have any comments on how, uh, where you would like this to see, where you would like this to pivot to. Um, for me, um, hope means like, not giving up on yourself, not giving up on your dreams. Hope, see, you know, it, it's such a great word. And I, I know, like, my cousin's name is Hope, so um, I love that word, hope. You know, what what's stopping you from getting to the next level in your career, in your businesses, um, in your um, creative you know, what in your creativity, like what's stopping you from being hopeful? You know, maybe you have to remove yourself from the situation you're in. Like my father did. He had to be, he had to, you know, immigrate to a different continent. 
that he's never seen, that he's never touched, he's never smelled, but he had to, you know, you know, have that courage and that hope that there was something better, a better life. So I hope you're able to gain something out of that. And I hope you're within this national month of hope that you're able to get out of your situation and get out of your head and step into new uh, places in your career, in your mind, in your um, everyday life. Sometimes you just have to get out of your head and you know, it happens to me sometimes where it's like I'm so focused or, or distracted sometimes, distracted by so many things that I, you know, I'm not even focusing on what needs to be done. And because maybe in a little bit of anxiety steps in and kicks in and, you know, and, um, you, you know, it, it feels it doesn't feel good to have that fear crippling you and, um so I think hope hope is such a great feeling to kind of get you get you unstuck to to the next level because if you have so um the next thing changing gears to the world health day so you know, on April 7th, actually, it was World Health Day, kind of passed, but I want to still talk about it. And um, the World Health Organization chooses chooses to highlight a special theme current in the wellness and medical world, ranging from mental health to insurance and everything in between. This day sets the tone for what's to come in the world stage. This year's World Health Day will shine a light on nurses and midwives, the on-the-call on the restless workforce that revolutionized the healthcare industry as we all know it today, especially with the COVID. Um, and I think that's such a great thing to highlight the women and the men who work in the hospitals. Um, Nurses do such an amazing job. When you have a really great nurse, it, it makes a difference. Uh, for me, when I was um, pregnant and about to deliver, I had to go to a hospital, and I could tell the nurse that was not interested, who was about to be clocked off, didn't give me the full attention that they needed, and the one that was going to be on call for the whole time that I was there, uh, gave me all the attention and so I can tell when you know obviously customer service I've worked in a customer service so um, you know I, I definitely put that in my survey when I was leaving but I can tell and I love to praise people when when they do a great job I want, want to push and elevate and promote and um, I loved I loved the experience that I had with, you know, my, my nurse and I, I just, I just think nurses and uh, midwives, they're, they're doing such a thankless job. Um, they're expected to do a lot. I'm sure there's a lot of pressure to the day to day, especially with COVID. So, um, I heard a lot of nurses did even, you know, pivot out of it, out of their careers because it was so overwhelming. Um, 
But, you know, if you are a nurse, if you know any nurses around you, just, you know, congratulate them and thank them for their service. And um, thank you guys for joining me today. I am so glad that you were able to enjoy it. Um, please like and subscribe to the channel, to the podcast. Um, I know I'm live streaming on YouTube, so anyone who listens to the replay, please like and subscribe and you're an mvp i'm definitely gonna comment to your comment questions well i hope you have a wonderful rest of the day my name is afia and i hope you have a uh, great evening